What's up, everybody? This is Angelo Vega, host of Action Adventure Showcase, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast, hosted by Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman, and my guest today, he's formerly on the WTF show, he was a public access wrestler on that show, and right now, he's doing different things in his latest activities. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Angelo Vega. Angelo, how are you, brother? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Doing really well, man. Um... Wow, doing really well. Um, what, well, it's kind of weird because I just talked with Nelson. I talked to Mark first of all. I talked to Nelson. Now I'm talking to you. Um, there's a lot of you know talking to Mark about public access wrestling, how he got involved in it. You know, every, Nelson is basically the core guy where everybody's went to him basically. So, um, first of all, how did you get yourself involved in WTF and public access wrestling? Okay, I'm gonna start from the humble beginnings. Okay. When I was, let's say, around around 1985, my mother and my grandfather were watching wrestling. Believe it or not, the first match I ever seen in my whole life was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy in the steel cage, WrestleMania two. Wow. I always thought these motherfuckers <laughs> fight in cages. <laughs> but, and I learned more about wrestling but since I seen that match I was hooked I couldn't stop watching thinking dreaming wanting to do wrestling was that that was on Saturday night's main event right what happened was that on Saturday night's main event no that was Wrestlemania 2 oh Wrestlemania 2 okay remember when Hogan fought Bundy they had the WrestleMania 2 in, in three different places. Yeah, that's right, that's right. The Pontiac Silverdome and... Was it the Pontiac Silverdome or was it... Mm. No, no. Pontiac Silverdome was Hogan and Andre WrestleMania. Three, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so then I watched it. The character that really drew me in was the ultimate warrior. What was it about the warrior? What was it about the warrior that drew you in? His look, his entrance... He looked unbeatable. He was very destructive. He was like, like, like he basically called himself like a superhero. Yeah. When I remember in sixth grade, WrestleMania six, ironic, right? Six and six. Yep. When him and Hogan were going to wrestle, I was the only kid in my class, along with my other friend, um, Manny, who said the warrior was going to beat Hogan. Wow. It was just something about him. I was like, as a kid, there's no way Hogan is going to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. And my prediction was bad. Yeah. Then we go on a couple of years. You know, I'm a little older. You know, wrestling is the way it is. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when I seen Scott Hall do like Scarface, mm-hmm. Razor Ramon, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I said, I want to be like this guy right here. <laughs> so we fast forward to 1995 and 
flipping around the channels and I see some guy running around with like a plunger and like a funny looking costume and, and it's Nelson. <laughs> yeah. And he's dressed up like, like some fucking doctor playing with toilet paper and I'm like, yo, this this fucking guy's funny. So, you know, I, I watched it. But I didn't like watch it in a constant basis. Mm-hmm. I only seen three episodes, and they they all were in order. That that was the first time I seen it. The second time I seen it, it was Nelson, Jason the Cutisus, and Will the Heartbreaker. Okay. I don't know if you remember Will the Heartbreaker. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I'm surprised Nelson didn't mention him, but but anyway, um, <laughs> uh, they were they were talking about wrestling. And the way they were doing it, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is dope. I like this shit, how they do it. Yeah. And then I think I missed maybe two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I see Nelson on again. But this time he's talking about whoever wants to be on the show, uh, you know, leave a message in voicemail mm-hmm. or send me a letter. Yeah. I remember I, left, I specifically left him a message in the voicemail. I'm like, well, what do I got to do? Yeah. So I left him some lame, cheesy, trying to be like Razor Ramon, threatening a message like, "Hey, yo, Chico, yeah. if you don't pull me on the show, man, I'm gonna throw a toothpick up your ass." I was saying dumb shit, man. Yeah. Then ironically, what happens a week later? I bump into Nelson in the street. <laughs> he so happened to be walking up my block yeah. across the street from my building. Yeah. And, you know, Nelson has very distinctive walk. Yeah. You know, like, I, what I mean by distinctive, you know, nobody walks like him. He has, like, kind of, like, this bounce. Yeah. Or, uh, like, a girlfriend asked me once, it's like, yo, he walks like he has a stick up his ass or something. <laughs> you know, I thought it was funny, but I'm like, listen, that's how the motherfucker walks. What you want me to do? Yeah. All right, so long story short, we hit it off. Yeah. Every, if I'm saying those times in 95, everything was fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the Nelson you see today, the Nelson you see today, I don't know what the fuck happened to the to the guy I used to know all right, in 95. But, all, right, but, all, right, all right, but before we get there, so you met him in the street, right? You you went up to him, you was like, hey, aren't you yeah. Nelson? You say, hey, Nelson, this is you? Well, he knew it was me because okay. I happened to be wearing... I happen to be wearing that that yellow Razor Ramon shirt. Okay. Well, the first one he has a big yellow shirt with his face, face on, on it. And yeah. Black letters. Yeah. He said thing machi. Yeah. He knew he knew who I was. Oh wow! Just by the shirt alone. He yeah. actually said to me straight out, "Are you that that Mister Machismo guy?" I say, "Yeah, that was me." <laughs> so originally, my first name was. Mr. Machismo. Ah. But it sounded, you know, kind of gay, so I, yeah. I changed it. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, you're probably wondering how I got the full Angelo razor blade and then the Vega part. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, put it like this. Because anybody who knows me, I love Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how can I make this name where... People know I'm like a badass, but they know I have like Latino blood in me. 
So I was like, you know, Vega, he has a claw. It's like a blade. I was like, I was like, I was just going to say Angelo Blade yeah. at first. But then I was like, well, you know, I like Razor Ramon, Razor Blade. And then I just, oh shit. And then it just rolled off my tongue. I said, Angelo, Razor Blade, Vega. Kind of like Red, Hit the Hitman Heart. Yeah, okay. So, like, you know, Macho Man, Randy Savage. So mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want it to be something short. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be where you call me Angelo Vega. You can call me Angelo Razorblade Vega, call me Razorblade, whichever way you wanted to call me. Mm-hmm. As long as those four words were, were in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so when that's so that's how yeah. you came up with your character, the whole character, everything there. Well, yeah, it was influenced a lot by Razor Ramon, but okay. as I got older and wiser in wrestling, you know, I did learn the hard way. You want to be successful, you got to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have a name that sounds kind of like something, but I can still be myself. Mm-hmm. So that's like the whole humble beginnings of, of the Angelo Razorblade character. Do you do you remember the the core um the core people that was at WTF with you? Like, do you remember the names of every original member? I remember it very vividly. Okay. How many how many, how big was the roster? The roster was pretty good. Yeah. And I, I can tell you the full roster who was there. Okay. Shoot. I remember when I okay, when I first came in, Nelson only had three wrestlers. Yeah. It was Jason the Cutisis, mm-hmm. TJ the Game Master. And will the heartbreak? Nah. BG BG was like his mean Gene Oberlin. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, that's how I looked as BG. He was like the, the mean Gene Oberlin. Yeah. So I I happened to be the fourth wrestler on the show. Oh wow! Then later on came Chris the Heartbreak Con, Miguel the Havoc, and Mark. Mark Knight. Okay. And a little after Mark Knight came Jose. De yeah. Then a little after him came uh, Mr. Perfection, Jay Storm. Yeah. And there was a guy named Chaos. Yeah. And we had, we also had um, another character called Gold, uh, I'm going to say Gold, sorry, Red Dust. <laughs> so technically, it was like 10 wrestlers. Yeah. But back in those times, 95, that was the full roster of WTF. Yeah. And everybody wanted to be like a wrestler on TV, right? Like you said, Red Dust and Mr. Perfection. And everybody was copying a wrestler who was in WWE or like yeah, WCW. Yeah, right? like, like, see, I, see, I can fully admit it. We yeah. were emulating the wrestlers we liked the best. Like Youth Desist, he yeah. thought he was Ray Flair. Yeah. Khan, he was Shawn Michaels, but so did Will the Heartbreak. <laughs> Havoc thinks he was Kevin Nash, Diesel, you know, I me mean, with the Razor Ramon. Yeah. Jose the Duke, some reason, was supposed to be like like Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. 
<laughs> later on, I know with, with Mark, he became the crippler. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a, a, a Chris Benoit who can't even really speak fucking English, but okay. <laughs> and Jay Storm. Jay Storm, you know, he think he was Mr. Perfect. You know, we, we were kids back then. Yeah. But as we got older, we kept our names, but our characters became more of who we really are. Mm-hmm. It started evolving. But also, it was still kind of still like WWE, because you guys evolved. But, you know, I think Jay, wasn't Jay Storm, like, trying to be like Chris Jericho at one time? And then, you know, everybody else was, yeah. like, you know, continuing the same gimmicks. Oh, yeah. Jose the Duke said it best. We were like a baby WWE. Yeah. I don't care what Nelson says. We were trying to be baby WWE. Mm-hmm. Point blank. That's true. And um, um, there was other public access shows too, right? Competing against you, or you was pretty much like the first for a while. Well, put it like this: I really didn't know. Yeah. Okay, like Ring Rampage. Yeah. And um, speaking Spanish, mm-hmm. I've met him during this time. There was like a big brawl behind Madison Square Garden. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I think Nelson was talking everybody about that. Had, yeah. had on, everybody had on that red Shawn Michaels shirt. You didn't know who the hell was beating the fuck out of who. It was chaotic. Police was involved. That's when I first met Big Al. Um,. But everybody was cool. Oh. That's what I didn't look at it like like beef. Everybody was cool. Yeah. So at that time that's when Big Al was a wrestling fan, right? Huge. Yeah. But the, the see the thing with Big Al is I know him well. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like wrestling now. Yeah. He's still stuck in the time of Macho Man. Yeah. That's his guy. Yeah. Forever till the day he dies. Yeah, he could give a shit right now about Roman Reigns or Kevin Owens or anybody else that's wrestling right now. He's just straight up old school. If it ain't Macho Man, it's over. Yeah, yeah. But I then time me and Al, you know, joke around, and I'm like, "Hey, Al, you know what's what's sad about this? My guy, the Warrior, he both your guys." <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know, we all know how wrestling works, especially yeah. when you're in it. Yeah. But, you know, back then, as you're younger, you still joke about that shit. Yeah. I know, that's true. Like, yeah. I said, oh, he took the title from this one, and then he retired your favorite one. So, yeah, we joke about that a few times. Yeah. And um, um, are you still, like, at that time when you was wrestling in WTF, wrestling in public access show, who actually was training you guys to wrestle? Because, well, you just get in the ring, you paid... Four Finger Pedro, $10 or whatnot to get in the ring. But, like, did you have some kind of real wrestling training from somebody? Okay, okay here's here's how everything went down. Surprisingly, very humble. Okay, the first time I ever wrestled was on a beach. Brighton Beach. Wow. Second match I ever had was, believe it or not, I shit you not, the roof of my building. Oh. <laughs> it with Will the Heartbreaker yeah. for the first metal belt. Not not some cardboard crayon created belt that, that, that Nelson made. 
it was our first real metal belt, and it was called the Intercity Championship. Wow. That was technically like the Intercontinental Belt of, if you want to call it, Public Access Wrestling. Ah, okay. And what, what kind of belt was it? Yeah. It was made out of metal. Yeah. And truth be told, I came up with that idea, and I created that belt. Wow. Did you get any it kind took of... Me three days, it took me three days to make that belt. Wow. Sad thing, when I made that belt, more people wanted that one than the world title, because it was made out of metal. And and it was an actual belt, you know, right? I know it sounds funny. Like, what you rather have? Something like, you know, something quality or something crappy? Yeah. No, you're right about that. Because it was it, yeah. the world, but I'm like, listen, this is metal. That's cardboard. Uh, which one do you want? I know. And then at that time, there was no such things as like replica belts. Like now, you could buy any kind of belt yeah. now. Listen, we had to make these belts any way we could think of. Back then, WTF had the world title, the intercity title, the television title, tag team titles. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of belts, yeah. And and, and, and and then Nelson came up with the US title. So that was all the titles that were in WTF during those times. Yeah. Um. How um. How much like joy and fun you had doing WTF in wrestling? You know, was it a lot of fun in the beginning? It was one of the greatest times in my life. Yeah. And I speak for everyone who was on the show at that time. Mm-hmm. What about? Yeah. Huh? I said, I said, um, because I know, like, you know, you, you you guys had fun, and a lot of guys were on it, but um, like, you know, Mark went on to do his own thing, and you know, I I know, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I just want to get like to like. Well, well, okay, there's a there's a whole story behind all that. Okay. There's a whole story. Okay. Let me see. We had ninety five, ninety six. Uh, actually. 96 was the year Kevin Nash and Scott Hall left, right? Yeah. They went to WCW. Yeah. The NWO. Okay. Ironic as it may sound, during that time, and I shit you not what I'm going to say, the reason WTF split up in the first place, it was because of something happened between me and Havoc it was over some girl. What, what what exactly happened? Okay, I was dating some girl named uh, uh, Maria. Okay. And there was a time, you know, she wanted to uh, have a little break. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, when you, you know how it's like when you're in each other's face too much, and you're like, look, babe, you know, I've been seeing you 24-7. Just, yeah. you know, give me a few days, at least a week, and mm-hmm. we'll see each other again. Yeah. You know, we were like on a small break. Mm-hmm. While we're on this break, behind my back, Havoc does whatever, brainwashing to this chick, gas her up, whatever. So next thing you know, she's there, she's there with Havoc. <laughs> wow. 
And I'm, and everybody's like, yo, ain't you Angelo's friend? You know, how could you fucking do that? So it was a selfish back and forth, this and this, blah, 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 blah. So because of that incident mm-hmm. and Nelson not having the balls to take charge of his show and like, listen, don't mix business with pleasure, you know, res- like, see, I'm very high on respect. Right. Mm-hmm. If I see you here with a certain girl, everybody in the wrestling group knows that's your girl. People need to mind their business and respect that guy's girl. Mm-hmm. If they're having problems, don't throw your little business in there. Don't throw your two cents in there because, you know, there's a lot of men out there. They're dogs. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. If some man sees a guy having trouble with his girl, they think with their dick. And they want to hop in that girl's pants. Mm-hmm. So basically, because of shit like that, that's how WTF split up in the first place. Wow. With so much choosing sides, these people go here, those people go there. So, my Nelson, and you may know him as legendary independent wrestler, Low Life Louie. Yeah. Back then, he was on his war machine. Yeah. We came up with the concept IWW, Insane World Wrestling. Yeah. Chris Khan and Abic, and I think Mark at the time, they came up with the AIWA. How did Louis get involved? Louis Ramos. What? How did Low Life Louis Ramos get involved? He just came to the show. Louis Ramos, which is. Still a good, dear friend of mine to this day. He's the one who helped train me to become a better wrestler. So, um, he was in WTF before WTF ended that first time. Mm, okay. Okay, then it was... Now, this, now, this may shock you a little bit. When IWW was created, I shit you not, I'm telling you the truth, I created the goddamn name. Yeah. Insane World Wrestling. How you did that? You just thought of it, or you was just like brainstorming, and you just, just I just I just was you know when you watch wrestling you think of shit yeah and that you know and that song that song from Cypress Hill it, influenced me Insane in the Membrane yeah I was just hearing it one day I'm like insane insane and then I'm like okay WWF World Wrestling. But I was like, okay, uh, can't call it World Wrestling Insane. So then I said, wait a second, Insane World Wrestling. And it just stuck. Louis really liked it. And Nelson really liked it. But here's something that you may or may not know. Louis was really the main person in charge of that and not Nelson. Wow, really? Nelson was just reduced to an editor and cameraman. Mm. So Louis Louis was running truth, the show. Truth be told, yes, Louis yeah. was the booker and in charge of the show. Wow. And how big was the roster there? So it's kind of weird how Nelson's the, the the editor and the cameraman and takes the footage to public access. But for magically, whatever reason, he was in charge of the show more than Nelson. Wow. 
was was it the same type of same wrestlers that were in WTF or there was new guys in that insane world wrestling? It's old. There was old, and there was a lot of new ones who you may know now is Loki, Monster Mac, uh, Homicide. There was also Suicide. There was uh, Mace. Yeah. Uh, you know, they all moved on to independence. Mm-hmm. A lot of them went to Japan, TNA, WWE. Um, I think also House of Glory a few times. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, uh, the funny thing is, I can't even remember how uh, IWW ended in the first place. Wow. Was it, was it, you don't remember if Louie ended it or? No, no. This is what I remember. Um, from what I remember, uh, it was just weird. It just faded out. I can't remember if I was still around or I was doing something else, but the only person who could really answer that is Louie himself. Yeah. That one is like, that's this. That's one of the rare things that I really can't remember. But I also remember that that the AIWA ended because of some uh, money issue. Yeah. And that's when I, you know, Mark told me the story, and he got pissed off about what happened there, and then that's when he started his own thing, the World Wrestling Union. Yeah. But then we fast forward to the year two. Mm-hmm. And get WTF 2000. Yeah. Which ironically was still at Pedro. <laughs> in Arena, Puerto Rico. Yeah. But I will say this remember that unfortunate incident that happened to uh, this wrestler. His name was GQ. Yeah. What happened? For- refresh, my, refresh the people's memory. Okay, um, you know how Pedro does his shows in the, in the big gym downstairs? Yeah, the church. Yeah. The church. Um, he went for shooting star press. I wasn't there. I just heard he went for shooting star press and he broke his neck. Ooh. But during that time, I was doing both WTF and a few uh, matches for Pedro. Yeah. I think I wrestled for Pedro at least twice. Wow. So you wrestled against like men, grown men? No, it was like, this is what Pedro used to do. If I had a good match with somebody in WTF or IWW, mm-hmm. he'd just pair me up with that guy and we'd do that match in his show. Ah, okay. That's how he used to talk. Oh, Mira, you didn't finish. Oh. And one time he sent Nelson to the store to get a soda. Nelson brings him a hot soda. <laughs> and Pedro tells him, Oh Nelson, you 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 stupid fucking stupid Marico and I'm in the corner <laughs> laughing because I'm even saying to myself, yo, why would you bring him back a drink that's hot? <laughs> oh my god. And Nelson's answer Nelson's answer was, uh well he didn't tell me which one he really wanted. <laughs> and I was like, Nelson, common sense. Cold one. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, okay, you know what it was? It was a two liter soda. Yeah. You know how, how sometimes they have the ones on the side that yeah. are hot? Yeah. 
See, we got the one on the side. In the fridge, they have the cold one? Yeah. Common sense. Get the cold Oh, my God. That's why Pedro said him in those words, I'll never forget. Nelson fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's how he said it. Yeah. Oh That's my. exactly how he said but, but, but where were we? Because I don't want to sidetrack talking about Nelson being fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, talking about uh, um, WTF 2000. Yeah. Oh, so you've been... So, you know, WTF is still doing the wrestling in 2000, basically, right? This is different. They have different rosters coming in, different wrestlers coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're still a part of it. Like, from the beginning stages, yeah. you're still there. Yeah. The quality of the matches were getting better. Everybody mm-hmm. was improving. And yeah. they've been training the right way and learning the right way. Okay. And then you have, like, I've seen, like, in some of them, you have, like, little Titan Trons and, like, little, like, you know, the rings, right? Like, the WTF logo is on. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, at that time, too, is, is he selling merch or you guys are putting, like, how, how, how you guys got your own t-shirts and then, like, the websites, like, was you guys really selling merch or, like, you, you know, was it really actually selling or no? Well, you know, truth be told, uh... How do you sell anything if you're not making it? Yeah. Okay, I know you've seen me with the Angelo Vega shirt. Yeah. Okay, but see, I don't know what it is. Nelson had this... this... Bless you. Nelson had... You sneezed? No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> okay, it sounded like you sneezed. No, no, go ahead. Um, Nelson, had, Nelson had this thing, and I know to this day he still has this thing. All right. Yeah. The only shirt he wanted was just a shirt that just said WTF on it and nothing else. Oh, a plain black shirt that said WTF. That's it. Yeah, but I'm trying to tell him, yo, uh, Mark is over with the people. I'm over with the people. It, like each guy, you know, we had our fan base out there, and we had all these ideas for shirts for each wrestler. But all this fucking guy wanted was just that one shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, but um, how did you know you guys had a fan base? Like, how, like, how, how did you know, like, people would have, like, if you had a shirt? The emails, the voicemails, yeah. you know, stuff like, he talked about the, okay, sometimes Nelson would talk about an idea, yeah, and then don't do it. Wow. Uh, you understand? Yeah. When it comes to money, when it comes to money with this guy, oh my God, this is boring. But then when, so then who, like, you know, I know eventually after time, after cardboard belts, metal belts that you made, um, you guys started purchasing belts. Who actually bought the belts? Well, truth be told, I swear to everything I hold dear in life, the first four belts Mm -hmm. was, okay, do you remember at the time? I don't know how, how good your memory is with belts. Yeah. There was, was just this independent belt that just said world champion on it. Yeah. You remember, you know, it has flags around it and like just a big globe. Yeah. Big gold letters that says world Okay. We had that belt at first. I bought that belt. You bought it yourself. You purchased but it yourself. Then, yeah. Yes, I, I bought it myself. Yeah. 
myself. I don't know why. It's not my damn show. I shouldn't be buying shit. The owner of the show is the one who should be purchasing and doing shit. Not a talent on the show. No. If that's the case, fucking half the show should be mine if I'm spending money on it. True or not? Yeah. You know, I think it should be, if everybody's contributing to the show, it's everybody's show because, you know, one person can't make a show, so. Well, put it like this. In Nelson's own mind, he Mm -hmm. doesn't see, in a lot of ways, he's like a man I highly respect. And that man's name is Paul Haney. Mm -hmm. But even in ECW, how many wrestlers helped But the the difference is they didn't come out of their pocket. How do you have a wrestler coming out of his own pocket to help the promoter with the promoter's own show? Does that make any sense? No, you're right. Okay, so like I was saying about these belts. Yeah. um, That was the first belt. The next to as the winning deagle, the intercontinental belt, and then the cruiserweight title. Uh-huh. Those, those are what we were using. Yeah. And I bought all of them. Wow. So, wait, so you bought... He, he, no, no one contributed to the belt? Even other wrestlers on the show didn't contribute to the belt? No. no. Wow. You should just fucking call me Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Shit. So uh, all these belts are in your house? You have possession of all four belts? Well, truth be told, later on down the line, uh, uh, <laughs> Mark Knight wanted the IC belt. I sold it to him. Yeah. Uh, the cruiserweight belt wound up in the hands of some fucking asshole. Nelson let that happen. Oh. The winged eagle is still here with me. Yeah. But when we had the Attitude Era belts, yeah, that was the first time Nelson did a half and half with me. Yeah. But still, nobody can see it the way I see it. Mm-hmm. It's not my show. Why am I still coming out of my pocket? Mhm. Mhm. So you know, going on you through. Even, yeah, God, I'm sorry. Even if it was half, you know, even if it was half and half, it's like, yo, my job here is to do what I gotta do in the ring and on camera, be an entertaining talent character. It's not my job to be paying for shit on your show. Mhm. That's right. So it's like I feel. I feel like no matter all the thank yous, whatever, at the end of the day, uh, I did it for the love of wrestling. But at the end of the day, I see nobody, you know, hey, Angelo, you know, let me give you this back because of what you did. You didn't have I feel like I got taken advantage of too much. Yeah. You know, speaking of... And And then when you ask for certain things in return, you know... Mr. Uh, Chewbacca there makes it difficult. Hmm. Um, how close is Nelson as a friend to you now? 
Yeah. Uh, right, right now, right now things are in limbo. I I can't deal with a person who does certain things on TV to gain attention, but then realizes he gained that attention, but he lost respect. He lost respect in your eyes or a lot of people's eyes in, or in my eyes and a lot of people I know their eyes all I hear a lot is yo the fuck is wrong with your boy why does he do that what's what's his problem something wrong with him yeah, like you think I want to hear shit like that every week every day every month every year hmm Okay, well, before I get into that, all right, um, I know now the WTF show is more of like an adult adult entertainment show, and like the wrestling has taken a backseat. What's the reason? <laughs> what's the reason why? You know, I, I heard it from Nelson. I heard it from Mark. I want to hear it from you. I, I, can't, I can't even. I can't even call it a backseat. Mm-hmm. I call it more like putting the fucking trunk of the car. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you want to get technical, putting the goddamn trunk of the car. Um, what's oh, go on, I'm sorry. No, no, I was gonna say, um, what's you know, I, I heard it from Mark, I heard it from Nelson, I want to hear it from you because you was pretty much in the trenches with Nelson, you was Nelson's like right hand. So, what would what like what what made him stop wrestling and what made him go into in, into the adult entertainment field? Okay, well, correct me if I am wrong, but I did hear the podcast which Nelson was on. Okay. He said, and I quote, Oh, um, Pedro's closed down, and, uh, you know, the doghouse closed down, mm-hmm. so there was nowhere to wrestle. No. Truth be told, that's a fucking lie. Really? Yes. Now, the, the adult entertainment stuff, I, from what I remember, started blooming around 2006-2007. Okay. That, but see, there was still the wrestling even though that was coming in. <sighs> like the wrestling was still the main focus, not that. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, the adult stuff is the main focus and there, and a lot of people say to these to this day like, yo, what, what the fuck happened? How, how did that become number one and how did the wrestling become number two? But then in reality, the wrestling is not number two. The wrestling is just gone. Yeah. So, okay. To quote Mr. Torres out there who said the reason the wrestling ended because uh, the doghouse closed and um, Arena Puerto Rico closed. Well, Arena Puerto Rico closed. Because of, you know, the accident with that kid. Mm-hmm. Doghouse closed for whatever reason they closed. But, Nelson may not fucking remember, because I don't know where his brain is. I-, I really know where his brain is, but I'll talk about that later. Um, we were still wrestling. Huh. Do you remember a place called Tino Towers? Yes, that's where... Legendary Action Wrestling does with Frankie Flo. Yes. Yeah. Now, when there was no more doghouse, like Nelson said, 
and yeah. no more Pedros, that's the building we were wrestling in. Oh, shit, really? Yes, Mr. There's No More Wrestling. It's a lie, because we were still wrestling. We were wrestling in there. Oh. Wait, so whose ring, who, who's ring is that in Taino Towers? Like, who? I mean, there, was, there, was, there was some guy who lived in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. His name was Serenji, an Italian guy. Yeah. Very cool guy. The rent this ring was at least like 500 bucks. Wow. You know, that includes setting up, uh, you know, bringing it from point A to point B, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, on the three times we used that ring, uh, who do you think rented the ring? Nelson? You? It was me. All by yourself? Yep. Wow. Now, the third time is when everything got really fucked up. Alright, what happened? Do you remember do you remember the year of the blackout? Uh Oh yes, 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 I remember. I'm, I'm thinking the like the old Reggie Jackson one, but yeah, there was a blackout oh, yeah, in two thousand. Okay, so check this out. Two days after the blackout, we were trying to do a show. Mm-hmm. And Negro Smith kept warning us, don't do this show. This blackout just happened. Everybody's in a bad mood. This and this, blah, 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 blah. But the guy was already there with his ring. Yeah. So we kind of felt back to a corner like yo we gotta do this the guy's here with the ring yeah but in the middle of the show 2KW shows up well 2KW who, tell to the people who don't know what 2KW is tell them uh the place that's owned by uh that guy called Vinnie Mac Vinnie Mac okay yeah they wrestled like in the lower east side and east side yeah Mostly in parks, sometimes in rings. That was the one behind the school on 116 in the east side? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay, so they showed up, and I don't know what happened. Something transpired between one of our guys and their guys, and it almost became a big fucking fight, like a real fight. No wrestling shit. Oh, my God. So, as of that, mind you, Nelson is supposed to be in charge of everything, right? Yeah. Keep everything in order. Because things got out of hand. The people at Tino Towers banned Nelson from Tino Towers. Oh. Because Nelson let all that happen. He couldn't keep the situation under control. So that's what happened with but the wrestling didn't end. It oh, did it end there? We were still wrestling. We were wrestling, and I believe you know this gentleman very well. We went to Mike Morgan's at the Ace Arena. Oh, okay. How long you was okay? Yeah, how long you was doing that uh, for? From my memory serves me correct. We've been to the Ace Arena four times. Yeah. The first.
first two times, no problem. Everything was smooth. Third one was the best show WTF has ever done in its life. It was the biggest crowd we had. A lot of people bought tickets. Well, wait a minute. Great show. Wait a minute. So. Wait, so you did a wrestling show where you were selling tickets and people paid for it to watch you guys wrestle? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was the most successful WTF wrestling show to date. Wow, so what happened after that? It was more of a TV taping, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying just that whole day was Mm -hmm. excellent. Yeah. Now, we get to Mike Morgan Day number four. And this is where, when this incident happened, I had a feeling in my gut the wrestling was going to start to sink. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, you ready? Yep. A month before we wrestled, Nelson says he has to go on vacation to Florida, I believe. Okay. Now, Mike Morgan was charging us $600. That's not the full price use his um, spot. But he was, you know, he was being nice to us. Yeah. His prices usually are, are 800 and up. Wow. We got six. Okay, so long story short, Nelson goes on this vacation months before. He knows we got to do this wrestling show. So the deal was, all the wrestlers would put half, and Nelson would put the remaining half. Yeah. Meaning all the, but, but still, um, you know, it is what it is. So all of us combined, we had our 300. Nelson's supposed to put the other 300. The day of the show comes, right? Yeah. We're all there, but Nelson's nowhere to be found. He's, from what I heard, somebody told me, yo, your boy Nelson is in the bathroom, running around outside the building, running all over the, like, basically, he kept ducking Mike Morgan the whole time we showed up. Oh, my God. You know why? Because he didn't have the $300 on him? What, do I have to say why? Because he didn't have the $300, right? Yep. He didn't know how to tell Mike Morgan he didn't have the entire money for us to wrestle because he didn't have his half. Oh, God. So once again, Angelo Vega has to go make a trip to the ATM machine. Pull out another 300 just to get the show off the ground. Wow. But was you the, was you the only one on the show that was working or something? Excuse me? Was you the only one on the show that was working, that had money like that? Okay. Here's what I'm trying to say. Uh, we were all working. Yeah. All the wrestlers worked. Yeah. We all chipped in our half. Yeah. But, now, put two and two together. Nelson was just supposed to save 300 bucks. Yeah. Now, depending what type of job you're working... 
okay, let's say let's say Nelson makes four hundred a week. Yeah. Let's just say hypothetically speaking. Yeah. All you gotta do is take one fifty one week. The next week, take another one fifty. You know, granted, you paid your bills, whatever. You got everything out the way. Boom, you have three hundred. Yeah. But keep in mind, he went on a vacation the month before we had a wrestle. Oh. Now, okay. Now here's the thing. We still did our show, but Mike Morgan made it clear: you guys want to come back again, you got to pay the whole thing now. Hmm. Which was like eight hundred to a thousand. Oh shit! So we do the show, but Mark Knight was so pissed off he left because he felt Nelson disrespected Mike Morgan by not having the man's money. Oh boy! Even though I saved the day again, yeah. Mark just—he wasn't feeling it. Yeah. So we did what we could, and then we didn't wrestle there until maybe December of that year. Oh, man. Wow, so it's... it's, it's yeah. And that was, yes. We all had a chip in to make sure it made that $1,000 to use Mike Morgan's place. Now, the thing was, I was pretty banged up back then. So, my last match in 2010, you know, that's when I became the world champion of WTF for the sixth time. Yeah. But, went to the doctors, they told me, listen, Angelo, you gotta, you gotta take it easy for a while, you know. So, I kind of went into like a little semi-retirement at the time. Mm-hmm. Nelson had no champion. He goes... To some ring with just um, two people, Overdose and another guy. Um, Overdose becomes the world champion. Then from that moment on, the wrestling just stopped. Mm-hmm. That's the true story how the wrestling stopped. People look at it like, okay, it's a little weird since Angelo can't really do it right now. Magically, at the same time, the wrestling kind of stopped. Yeah. What is it? It, it, it? it can't continue without me? Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> but at the same moment, right? Keep yeah. in mind, this is when Nelson was really, you know, got the hots for the adult stuff. Yeah. So just from that point on, like, three to four years pass, there's no fucking wrestling. Just mm-hmm. exotic of this... This girl this week, this girl this week, this girl. And mind you, Overdose is the world champion still showing up on these shows. Yeah. But then all this time wrestling, in real life, what happened? Unfortunately, Overdose had to have surgery where he lost his leg. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I'm like, yo, all these fucking years we don't wrestle, this guy could have wrestled. But now he got no leg. Hmm. So then we come to 2015. Now I am going to literally stress what I'm about to tell you. I told Nelson in a conversation once, I said, Nelson, if you 
don't want to have wrestling on WTF anymore. Just go on TV and announce it to the people already. Don't keep saying the wrestling's coming soon. It's coming back. It's this and this. Uh, When you really want to do something, you do it. Mm -hmm. Ephraim, if if I told you in 2012, hey, the wrestling's coming back. But then you don't see it till 2015. How are you going to fucking look at me? Wow, like you're lying. Like, you know, you know, what are you stalling for? Like, what's going on? Aren't you going to look at me like, uh, aren't you going to look at me like I'm an idiot? <laughs> Especially if you use the word coming soon. Yeah, like, you know, if you're promoting that it's coming soon and it's taking all these years to come out, you know, I want to know what's going on. If I'm just there to wrestle, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not there for other things. I'm just there to wrestle. So, you know, I would want to know what's going on. Okay, so so you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, yeah. And and I remember in in a private conversation I had with him, I said, Nelson, all right, check this out. Like I said, if you don't feel like doing the wrestling no more, Hey, it's your show. Do what you want. I said, I said, or can we at least do one last good wrestling show? So the show, so the wrestling part of it, you know, can end in a good note instead of the way it ended last time. Like, you feel me? Yeah. I felt that was fair. But what does he do? He starts his, oh, 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 you know, uh. If, if there's going to be wrestling, then it has to be a constant thing. Yeah. Okay. So, you as you've seen, in 2015, wrestling came back. Mm-hmm. I was gone for a while. My hair grew out long like, like, like fucking Tarzan. <laughs> my grandma was alive. She, she kicked my ass for growing out hair like that. So... We wrestle in 2015. I win the newly created United Continental title, which was the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title merged into one. Yeah. So, technically, at this point right now, that that was my last match. Mm. I defeated uh, Black Doom in that yeah. match. Supposedly, he was related to Red Dust. So to speak. <laughs> that was the rumor going around. I yeah. don't know. I just told you something and I go do Yeah. Now, here's the thing. What year are we in now? 2017. Uh, <laughs> okay. And this last wrestling was 2015, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, Mr. Ooh! If I bring this back, then it has to be a constant thing. Okay. Well, fucking 2.15 till now, where's the fucking wrestling? Yeah. I didn't mean to yell. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know. It's a good soundbite there, though. (laughs) But you you see? This is why I told him in the first place. If you don't really feel like doing it, just fucking say it already. Or... Just do one last show of wrestling. And that would have been, you know, go off in a good note. Mm-hmm. But how can you say if I'm going to do something, it has to be a constant thing, but it's not a constant thing. 
it's still uh this guest here this guest this porn star girl uh this pimp guy who has these girls this this and this but all these weeks and months pass up where's the wtf guys at mm-hmm. you hardly see us yeah um, what's what's the story with the Thunder Kittens? Because he was refereeing Thunder Kitten matches, so it was kind of wrestling there, right, okay. with the women. Okay, we'll we'll put it like this: anything to have girls on the show, right? Yeah. So Nelson worked something out with uh, Max Vitelli, or how I like to call him, Max Con Artist. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that really didn't work out because so much dumb shit. Yeah. Also, that was another reason. The wrestling has been on hold because yeah. Max is like, "Oh, we're gonna have this great show. We're gonna, yo, this guy canceled five million shows in one year." Wow. And I start to look at Nelson like, "Yo, why the fuck we waiting for this fucking guy just to do some fucking wrestling?" But Nelson does not see none of this because Nelson is Nelson. Wow. So I have just given you the ultimate pure facts why there's no wrestling right now. Okay. Um, and, you know, he talked about, you know, he's not, he was influenced by Al Goldstein, you know, Robin Bird, whatever, G Street, and Big Al speaking Spanish. Do you yes, think... I know. I, I've heard everything he said. Yeah. But my thing is this. This is how I look at it. When I first came into WTF in 1995, Mm-hmm. The show was about comedy skits and wrestling. Mm-hmm. When the guys were saying we should have girls on the show, this is not necessarily what we thought of. Yeah. We were thinking about girls who want to wrestle and girls who want to maybe be managers. Not exactly women who are out making porn movies. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, see, and the, see, this is my thing. Listen, as a man, come on, we're all men. We've all seen porn. We love women. At least most of us love women. Um, but then it was like, yo, I thought this Exotica thing would just be a one, once a year special. Yeah. When it became a constant, constant thing, so a lot of the guys were like, yo, we came here to wrestle. We didn't come here for this. Yeah. So a lot of them, you know, married, children, whatever, you know, important reasons to leave. But then a lot of reasons why people left because they didn't want to be like connected to any porn thing in any way. Mm-hmm. I see. So, so it's like, listen, we were all on this show to be wrestling, entertainment, talent for your show. But how can we display our talent if you're putting us in the back seat for the sake of all this stuff you want to do now? Mm-hmm. He doesn't see it that way, mm-hmm. but he's not on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only doing... Yes. Uh, I was going to say, um, let me play devil's advocate. You think it's because, you know, like I was saying before, like, is he evolving? This is what he wants to do and he got tired of the wrestling, so he just wants to do porn, like cover porn events? Okay, but like I said before, yeah, I told him in a private conversation, yeah. if you want to do this and not do the wrestling no more, just fucking tell everybody already. Yeah. Am 
I am I right or wrong? You're right, but does he does don't he? Have a, yeah. Oh, don't have the audience. Yeah. And and the wrestlers with the hopes of you're gonna bring back what we were originally here to do, but then you don't really do it. Mm. That's not fair. That's just you thinking about yourself. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Like, think about this. If I am the supposed United Continental Champion, uh, okay. I am not the United Continental Champion of sitting down taking a fucking phone call. I'm the United Continental Champion of being in a wrestling ring. Yeah. Yeah, you yes, know. Yes, I've gone to conventions with him and things like that, but I was very patient. You're just waiting your time. I'm just waiting, like, okay, I'm doing what this guy is asking, but when is he going to do what me, myself, and the other guys are waiting for? Now, like I said, no disrespect to any porn star, any other guest he had on his show. I'm actually a good friend with Rubber Doll. I love her to death. She's a very nice lady, one of the hottest girls he has on his show compared to some of the others that he has on. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is like, Nelson, you're not thinking about the people who helped bring you to the dance. You packed us up and put us in a toy chest while you have all these other people like here. Mm. Wow. And then the thing that, that starts to frustrate you is... He makes these things called the best of, like in four parts. Mm-hmm. And you look at it, it's like the best of what? The best of the same guest you had on six times this year already? <laughs> True. Well, you know. Like, like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. And then also, in a private conversation, he stressed to me, oh, in the best of clips. I don't add any of the wrestling stuff. And you look at him like, damn, that's fucked up. Because I know this fucking match was, was way better than, than, than you having this same person that you had four times in one year already. But you won't show it. But you rather show that person on four separate times on a best of thing. How is it the best of if you had this person on so many times, plus you show a lot of repeats, but then you call it a best of? Like, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> Um, getting back on track with WTF. Um, so you are you no, no, no longer officially with the show then? As of right now, the way I made it official on on Facebook, yes, I am no longer WTF at all. Are you guys still friends? That is the question. It's not a yes or no answer, or you don't like this. We know the show WTF means what the fuck. Yeah. Okay? But you can have what the fuck without really doing a what the fuck. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, my thing is this. A few years ago, Nelson did something on camera, but then one of his functions malfunctioned. Oh. Just say it. Just say it. Kicked him off the thing. 
he, he came in his underwear <sighs> and still shows it. Thinking YouTube wasn't going to do anything. And all that great footage, everything, on. So he had to create a whole brand new page. Mm. So then recently, in this Exotica, he does something very questionable, very, does something very embarrassing, but he thinks it's a joke. But then you do something like that, and then I gotta hear six million things from other people, yo, what's up with your boy? What the fuck is wrong with him? Why does he do that? Is he this? Is he that? I think he's really this. And I'm like, yo, that was like the straw that broke my back. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with that no more. So that was that was it, then you was just done from that, right? Like 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 like, like, like it's like that was okay. You used to watch Sopranos? Yeah. Not not religiously, okay. but I watched it though. Okay. Remember the episode with Vito? Yeah. Okay. What was his key words when he got caught doing something? Guys, it was a joke. Yeah. Same shit Nelson said, but let me tell you something. If you're doing something like that and saying it's a joke, that type of shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, my thing is this. Whatever people like, Whatever they're into, that's their business. They're entitled to do it. But I have this saying, there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't the time or the place. Exactly. But in his mind, I was goofing around. It was a joke. <laughs> it ain't funny now. Oh, man. All right, Angelo, now let's talk about you, man. Um, What are you doing now? You know, you talked about WTF. You left it behind. We know, like, the whole story now. What are you doing with yourself now? Well, I took it upon myself just to chill out, relax. But you know what? I technically started my own channel. Oh, tell the people about it. You know, it's a show about uh, video games, movies, collectible items. I am also going to go to conventions whenever there's one in town. Um, Sometimes talk to people. Uh, You might see something every day, every week. I'm not going to take forever to keep up. You know, technically right now, I think I have at least... um, six episodes of what I've been doing. Yeah. So basically, you know, it's like I'm you're... It's like I'm, you're not, I'm not going to lie to you, though. Yeah. And I will admit this. It feels really good just doing something myself. Mm-hmm. It's like you have the passion to do to doing it in your, your own thing. like this. A lot of times in life, nobody's going to do... A lot of people are not going to do things for you. You're going to have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know? Yeah. So, um, all I can say is, to WTF, it will always have something dear to me in my heart, especially the good times. But when you got one person that 
that's messing it up for everybody, it's not fun anymore. It's just stressful and, and embarrassing. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of people grow apart and you know, everybody who's been on that show, they're everybody's doing their own things. Either they have family or you know, they're working or they're, they probably have their own show or they're actually really wrestling in the independent circuit or, you know, everybody pretty much is doing their own thing now. Okay, see, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there. You see how you just said they're wrestling in the independent circuit? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say a key factor right now. Um, and I heard this on your podcast when he was on. Okay. Something about people need to grow up. Mm-hmm. They need to change. Yeah. Okay. Grow up and change. Goldberg and The Undertaker are both 50 years old. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're still wrestling. So who is he to tell people they got to grow up? He needs to look in the mirror before he tells somebody to grow up. I hear what you're saying. Let me, let me tell you something. Let mm-hmm. me tell you something. This year, I'm going to be 39 years old. I don't look 39. I don't feel 39. I feel great. A lot of people don't believe me about my age right now, that I'm 38, going to be 39. Wow. We're in, a, we're in a time in life right now. Do whatever makes you happy. If you're miserable and you want to look down on others and throw that neg- negative energy on them, by all means, get the fuck away from me. Hmm. Uh, Angelo, I'm gonna. As I was gonna say, I'm gonna have my final question for you. Is speaking of you're talking about this, what would the Angelo of today tell the Angelo of yesterday? The Angelo of today told uh, the Angelo of yesterday. Yep. I wish I known then what I know now. Wow. In all aspects of life. Okay, so like, okay, here's here's what I'm trying to say. Back then, let's say like 22 years old. You have 200 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to care. You're just going to gonna go on and spend it, right? Yep. Nowadays, an older, wiser person is like, these 200 bucks, you never know what can happen in life now. Let me save it. Why am I going to go spend it on bullshit that I don't really need right now? Yeah. I have this model. When bills are paid and money is saved, everything's good. When bills are paid, money is saved, everything is good. It's a good it's a good model yeah. right there. Yes, because think about this real quick before we I guess you gotta go. Um people shouldn't do things backwards. Like party first and work later. It's supposed to be the other way around. You gotta work hard to party hard. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I'll leave you with a little quote. This goes back to that time with Nelson. You don't go on vacation and have fun and blow your money in a casino thinking that's how you're going to get the wrestling money for the ring. Truth be told, that's exactly what he told me to, why he didn't have the money. Wow. He thought he could just win it back in a machine instead of just saving it the proper way. Let me actually. Other you, than that, yeah. Yes. I was gonna say hindsight being twenty twenty. Um, are you happy right now with your life, and are you happy doing your own thing? 
feel a big weight has been lifted off my shoulder. You know, right now, I'm a bit of a loner, but I kind of like it that way. It's less stress, less aggravation. Right now, yes, I can say I'm pretty happy. Yeah. That's awesome, Angelo. That's awesome, man. And no, you know, no stress right now. No stress right now. Everything's is, is peachy. Everything's good. Yeah. Angelo, plug your social media. Plug your um, new show. Tell the people where they can find it. All right. You can subscribe on YouTube. The show is called Action Adventure Showcase. Also, I post it up on Facebook. Anybody who follows me, you can just click on the link there and subscribe there. You know, I'm still the Angelo Vega you know. Just my WTF days are behind me. And what people see on YouTube is the real Angelo Vega who's showing the people what he loves. His passion for films and cartoons and video games. And this is the real you. Right? Still still wrestling. Still wrestling, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But it's all the real you, yeah. You just you just uh, reminded me of something. I haven't made a wrestling video yet. I think I'll make one tomorrow, especially with this uh WWE United Kingdom tournament going on. Okay. I think tomorrow after the tournament I will talk about it. Okay. That sounds awesome, man. Angel Yeah. The key, the key word here is wrestling. I may have left WTF, but I didn't say I, I will stop wrestling. Hmm. That's something a certain person might sit up at night and think about it. Like, what does he mean by that? <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you this much. Technically, um, I didn't lose my championship. So if you look at it in a weird way, I kind of left on top. That's true, and you have all but, the you have but, all the belts. But 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 yeah, we got to look at the truth here. Is it my fault? Hmm. It's not my fault. Nelson is the one who doesn't want wrestling anymore, so it's not my fault. They say in life, if you want something done, you know, if you want something done, do it yourself, right? So you got to do your own thing right yes. now, basically. Now, okay, you know, before we leave, um, I do want to make a, a small um, notice here. Sure. Do you remember, this was back in August, something transpired between me and this gentleman called the Enforcer? Yes, Jesus Melendez, yes. Okay. Yes. Now, since August till then, why hasn't there been no follow-up? Uh-huh. Do you see what I what I mean? Yep. I know exactly what like you mean. You yep. People have their limits when another person is telling you, oh, be patient. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. But week after week after week after week, you just still see the same shit that this person wants to do. Uh-huh. So how can we do what we'd like to do but we got to wait until this person is finished doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like all that already built up, plus the actions Nelson recently did. It was like, enough is enough. Yeah. You, know you that... only care about 
You only care about the man you see in the mirror. So I had to leave. That was it. But, I will say this. I will miss the memories with Mark Knight, Jose the Duke, all the guys I've been in the ring with, even the ones I had problems with. Still, I've done it all with between Brooklyn, Bronx, New Jersey, even that time in Manhattan, Tino Towers, we've been all over this area doing what we do best and what we love, and that is wrestling. Yes, and you know, New York... I will will even go as far as to say, out of every member of WTF, I don't think nobody loves wrestling as much as me. No. And the thing is, Ephraim, I will not lie to you. Sometimes I kick myself in the ass. Because truth be told, there was a time. Do you remember when Missy Hyatt was on WTF? Yes. I was able to get her on WTF. Wow. How did you do that? Uh, We had this mutual friend named April. We exchanged numbers. And then it just took off from there. We became great friends. Stories that I've heard with her from about WCW, ECW. Told her my WTF stories. Me and Missy Hyatt, we, we, we clicked very well. Very nice lady. And then there was a time I actually made it to Tough Enough, the first one. Yeah. But because of uh, me dating a certain person back then, and uh, an issue with my sister not feeling well, I had to leave the uh, WWE New York and not continue trying to, to uh, advance in the tough enough. Oh, my God. Well, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know? Even, even, he may not remember me that well, even Al Snow told me, look, if you can do whatever you got to do to get back here, get back here but the cards wasn't my fit wasn't in my favor and i couldn't return to the building wow as far as the missy hyatt thing truth be told i used to spend a lot of time with her and she used to tell me a lot you know i can get you to meet michael hayes what you know this and this but then a big part of me was like i still want to try to help WTF become bigger than it is. Yeah. Like, in a way, I wasn't being selfish. Yeah. But then, I look at people like, you know, Loki, Monster Mac, what, what they moved on to. That's why a little bit right now, I say, the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. But, I do not have no regrets. Because at least I know what it was like to be inside a wrestling ring and do something that I love. The ring could be in the middle of of a desert. I don't care. The point is what I do with the opponent standing across from me in the ring until I exit the ring. Win, lose, or draw. I fucking love every moment of it. Yeah. Angelo, man, thank you so much, man. I hope everybody out there, you know, listens to the story and checks you out on YouTube. Um um, say it again. The the title of the show of the show. Action adventure showcase. 
action adventure showcase with the one and only Angelo Razorblade Vega. And he well, he's not even Razorblade no more. It's just Angelo Vega. Well, you you can still call me Razorblade, but for now it's just Angelo Vega. Angelo Vega, check him out. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>